The following SpongePod is brought to you by Jellyfish Fields. Now, Tim, we have to get into a serious topic here uh, just to start off the SpongePod. Uh, with the recent net reform laws coming down the pike, we must get out the message to go to Jellyfish Fields before they make nets illegal. Yeah, I mean, this is a really, a really important issue for a lot of jellyfish to know yes. about. Yes, we we must uh, we must be politically active in our time. You know, we we just we have an administration that just doesn't like the nets, whatever it may be. I'm not trying to pick sides. I'm not trying to say that you know the the right is good or the left is good. It's not about that. I'm just saying that we are we are coming up on a time when nets will be illegal, and uh, you know it, it's a big deal. I, I, it's really it's really going to be difficult. I mean, I, I don't know what we're going to do. You know. You know, the, the jellyfish have shown themselves to be a very massive voting block, right? There's like so many True. of them. And if even 10% of them vote to keep nets legal, I think I think we can we can make this happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially if your phone keeps going off in the middle of recording. Did, did it go off or did I just hear that? Oh, I didn't hear my phone. My phone went off. Oh, maybe. Anyway, these 50 miles of pure <laughs> glory is pure nature of the heart of Bikini Bottom. Make sure to check out Jellyfish Fields to find a place where we have a structured uh, area for, for jellyfish to live a natural life within the vicinity of us so we could choose to hunt them for recreational purposes. I, I, I just I don't know what you think uh, about this law. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a, a really nice picnic lunch with myself. In jellyfish fields. Uh, this a sounds like of weeks every ago. day of your life. Like every night is yeah. Tim just having a picnic out in the backyard, and his mom and dad are, are just sitting there, like, well, why doesn't he just come in? <laughs> what What is that weirdo doing? I think they say very often. <laughs> you have this like plaid blanket that you lay out in your backyard. <laughs> You're like, like, all right, very fastidious about meal it. Meal for like. one. <laughs> meal for one. I say that out loud as I am yeah. eating. Yeah, you're like neurotic. Anyway, check out Jellyfish Fields for all your jellyfish and Bambi needs. And welcome to the Sponge Pod. The affinity. Oh, this is this is the day. Uh, welcome to the SpongePod, the official unofficial podcast of SpongeBob SquarePants, where we overanalyze every single episode and get down to the bikini bottom of your fan theories. I'm your host and in-house reader slash SpongeBob expert, Eric. Are you ready, Tim? Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. Yes. Yes. So this episode will be extra weird. We are not going to cut this at all. I just want to reiterate. We are we are not reiterate. I've never iterated this. Um, we are recording this the day of the SpongePod drop. I mean, isn't this is historic? Normally we are like six weeks before True. or so. Um, just to catch you guys up, life has caught up with me fast. Real quick, let me uh, let me finish out this joke. Uh, I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Yes, I jumped right in. Go. Normally, we would cut this because I just I jacked all of it up. We don't have <laughs> the time to cut it. We don't. We have to get going. We have to roll. You're going to hear a really raw sponge pod, uh, but it, it's also kind of thrilling. You know, I, I know some of you have waited this morning and you thought, man, where where is the sponge pod? Uh, let me tell you, <laughs> life has hit us both very fast. So we have <laughs> had meetings left and right. I'm in the process of moving. Uh, so if anyone uh, knows knows people who like to move boxes, let me know. 
Um, it'll be sometime in April that I think we're going to be moving. But, uh, you know, life is caught up pretty fast, and we, we've got a lot of stuff going on, don't we, Tim? Yeah, a lot of, you know, we really try to make time for the SpongeBob, but sometimes it falls through we the cracks. We do. Especially when, you know, the, the bikini bottom businesses pay us so little. It's just very difficult to, like, <laughs> prioritize it over the rest of our life. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, how thrilling is it that we're recording today live? I'm looking at the New York Times. It says uh, the outrage over Kevin Williamson. I don't I don't know who that is. Uh, when, bail, <laughs> when bail feels less like freedom, more like extortion. Um, let me go over to the Washington Post. It says, uh, you know, Trump accuses Amazon of. Oh, it, it just it just stopped loading. Trump accuses Amazon of post office scam. Wow. Mm. Uh, if I go over to Fox News, it says uh, Trump mocks California govern, governor for pardoning ex-con. Uh, I'm not going to make this a political podcast, but this is just proof that uh, that we are recording this today. It is it is today. Today is today. I hope you guys are having a good today. How does it feel that your voice is going to be exported in like hopefully an hour before we go see a movie, uh, the movie? <laughs> Isle of Dogs at the cinema at the at the art cinema at Keystone. Yeah, it makes me it brings me back to my uh, my live radio days in college. <laughs> yeah, where it went we just, straight out. It didn't have to be edited. Uh, also, Tim, reminder, you cannot cough this episode. Just okay. uh, we're just going straight. I'm just joking. Yeah, uh, no, just try okay. to breathe away. No, but yeah, there's a whole lot oh. of events we're going to go to today. Um, I'm hoping to go to this antique mall or antique flea market. Uh, looks pretty fun. Also, uh, you know, the the uh, the long shot theater is doing this uh, movie. Uh, I'm just trying to prove to you that this is a live episode, not live. <laughs> it's a podcast. We recorded it. But today is today. And I'm really excited about today. The oil wick vintage flea market. If you want to see Tim and myself over there at some point, um, this week is the Indie Prov Student Showcase on April 2nd. That's Monday. That'll be fun. I'm definitely going to be going to that. Um, anyway, go check out all of these events in Indianapolis. Let's get, let's get into the episode. This was a great episode. Today we were talking about Jellyfish Jam. Make sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We never post there anymore. We've been so busy. <laughs> uh, check out YouTube as well. The YouTube will be dropping maybe tomorrow. I hope to get it up tomorrow. And shoot us an email at thespongepod at gmail.com. Um, Tim, go get yourself a Kleenex while I read this first act. Um, uh, Spongebob camouflage from head to toe is fishing in jellyfish fields when he finally catches one of the wild jellyfish and milks it for its sweet sweet jelly. Uh, Spongebob drops his glasses and his previously milked jelly uh, fish grabs him uh, grabs grabs it for him as Spongebob tries to make his way home the jellyfish continues to follow him wanting to hang out with our hero. After several instances where Spongebob attempts to make the jellyfish stay still the resilient fish remains with Spongebob until our hero finally breaks and agrees to take the wild jellyfish home with him. Um, after J- Squidward judges Spongebob for trying to have a wild animal as a pet, the two go to Spongebob's house and turn on that EDM music and that jellyfish shows Spongebob how the wild jellyfish boogie. Um, this is a this is a very weird episode. I just want to say that right off the bat. Um, easily the weirdest episode we have ever, we've ever talked about on Spongebob. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there's all kinds of stuff to, to start off here. I mean, how, how wild do you think a wild jellyfish truly is? Like it, it looks like they're pretty coherent. I mean, I don't know what you think. Mm-hmm. 
They they look like they tend to be pretty straight laced. Obviously, very organized as we see later in the episode. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know how wild they really are. Yeah, it's very it's very uh, you know they 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 seem to know because like right off the bat you know um, it's very difficult to train an animal. I mean, obviously, I I have two pugs. Shout out to Biscuit and Bentley. Um, I have two pugs, and it's very I have to attest it is very difficult to train an animal. Um, but but obviously, you know, SpongeBob kind of gets gets this down pretty quickly. I mean, like in the midst of talking um, to to Squidward here, he knows like yeah. three tricks. Like this is an <laughs> intelligent being you know it's definitely not yeah. some some pushover animal i don't know you know i don't know i mean i just i've never been able even the dog whisperer you know even he doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a way of training animals like this uh tim did you find any uh, theories on this uh yeah so there is this one uh from kroger 1080p on walmart.com says this is the writers of spongebob taking a dig at the jelly company that is smuckers as they do not use actual jellyfish in the production of their jelly word had it that spongebob creator eric weiss had a long time beef with the company after they wouldn't hire a younger him for their marketing team he then went on to make SpongeBob so anti-fake news jelly that Smuckers saw a drop in business. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a pretty heavy kind of behind the scenes uh, Actu- sort ac- of theory. accusation as well, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like a little, uh, little, little controversy we're covering here. Yeah, I, you know, I guess I don't really know much about the world of natural jelly. I am just a SpongeBob expert. Um, I'm not an expert on jelly, um, but I also would say I definitely did not think that this is where jelly comes from. This is like a wild, <laughs> a wild uh, revelation for me personally to watch this episode and see uh, the factual account of how jelly is made uh, by simply milking jellyfish. That has to be a very uh, touchy business i mean you have to yeah. be just really you know not sensitive to pain and you know yeah. I, I they have to there has to be i don't know uh this is i mean what do you think about that theory i mean i'm i'm kind of surprised that jelly doesn't cost more with all the all the Truly. effort it takes to natural yeah. to, to milk those jellyfish I'm even surprised like how expensive strawberries are. I'm even surprised it doesn't cost more like knowing that this isn't the way that jelly's made. <laughs> you know True. what I mean? Because strawberries, like you go get yourself a box of strawberries, this it's like five bucks. Right. You know? Yeah. And maybe it's just a seasonal thing. But um mm. anyway, pushing on to the second act, um, after SpongeBob and that jelly boogie the whole night away, SpongeBob decides to call it a night and turns off his music to hit the hay. The rebellious jellyfish then turns the system back on as he is not finished shaking his tentacles. SpongeBob finally decides to put its leash on and he ties it to his bedpost. While SpongeBob sleeps, an entire bloom of jellyfish come to their jellyfish buddy's side and they occupy SpongeBob's house. They had spent the entire night cutting a rug in SpongeBob's living room, splattering jelly all over the walls and making a mess of our hero's house. After using SpongeBob as a disco ball, our hero is in a real dilemma as he surely has lost control of the house to this wild bloom of jellyfish. Um, the, the real key here is that I want you to know that I looked up what is a group of jellyfish and I found that it is called a bloom of jellyfish. I didn't know if you oh. knew that. Um, that is the, that is the highlight of that read. I don't know. I don't know. If, <laughs> I did not what know you that. Think. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, the, the weird thing about this is the an- anatomy of a jellyfish is just very strange here. I mean, like do jellyfish have ears, you know, like how are they, how are they dancing? Yeah, I mean, they 
I don't know. Maybe they just have like a natural. They can feel the vibrations. They've yeah. got like a natural rhythm to them. Maybe. I don't know. It's just that that thing is dancing, you know, like it could be on the stage with like Lady Gaga or like, uh, Pink, yeah. you know what I mean? Or Britney Spears or Janet Jackson, you know, let's try to date our references. No. <laughs> yeah, as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just, it, it seems like they're, they are very in sync. You know, it's definitely, they're, yeah. they're dancing too in sync. In, in fact, um, anyway, <laughs> Um, why also, I mean, like this has to be a very strange situation. Like why do jellyfish buzz? You know what I mean? Like that, that, that obviously they're making, uh, you know, the, the kind of reference back to bees, which is what I think mm-hmm. they're overall, you know, kind of referencing here. But I mean, like, it's just very strange that the jellyfish in, in general buzz, you know, I don't know what you think. Hmm. Yeah, that's I, again. You've kind of exhausted the end of my science knowledge. I'm kind of at oh, the yeah. end. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Well, Good that's question. weird because you were a science teacher, so that's you know, I, that's the thing. I I wanted you to come on and talk about some science stuff. I guess we got to get <laughs> Kimmy. We yeah. every episode that we do, we almost reference Kimmy Hoke every single episode, just because yeah. the science is always in question. You know what I mean? Like at no <laughs> yeah. point are we like scientifically uh, really know what's going on. Uh, Timmy, what did you find in this? <laughs> episode um yeah so i got um another another fan fan theory conspiracy theory for you this one is from straw harry 29 or sorry 2093 on reddit here she says this is the world of spongebob again defying physics obviously they believe the jelly is sound repellent and obviously it is not Obviously, the writers of SpongeBob didn't take their obvious science class that would have given them the obvious knowledge to not look like a complete idiot. Wow. Pretty, pretty harsh words from Straw Harry 2093 there. Yeah. So, you know, definitely you can think? tell they have a favorite word there. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, they have a favorite word. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's very, uh, you know, this. here's the thing. Cartoons give us the ability to defy physics. That's kind of the beauty sure. of a cartoon. You know, you're able to kind of... Um, not necessarily look at a logical, you know, structured universe and make uh, assumptions on that. Mm-hmm. You, you can kind of jump outside of that realm. That's kind of the beauty of uh, a- a- animation, but it's also kind of the cool thing about, you know, uh, shows like this. It's, uh, you know, the, the target demo here is kids, right? Kids right. don't necessarily know that uh, jam, you know, jelly comes from a jellyfish. They, they kind of make this assumption and it, it leads to a funny joke at the dinner table, you know, when they're spreading mm-hmm. uh, jam on their toast, they, you know, the kid says, mom and dad, did you know that, that, uh, you know, jam comes from a jellyfish and, <laughs> and the, you know, the parents slap their knee and have an existential debate whether or not they should continue to pay for their cable bill. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, uh, you know, a- animated shows obviously have their place in society. It's not necessarily um, all about, you know, fact checking on that regard, if that makes sense. So I think mm-hmm. this kind of works. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think it's like it's like I mean, there is a part. Of, I mean, part of our show is like analyzing if things are right or not. Like right in definitely in air quotes or not, but I think this is like this is like too far. Like who cares? <laughs> if yeah, this, definitely. If it's not sound repellent. Yeah, definitely. And and with that being said, let's uh, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Weenie Huts Juniors. <laughs> 
life real? Weenie? Is anyone listening? Huts? Do dogs go to heaven? Juniors. Make sure to check, Make sure out, to check out Weenie, Hutt Weenie Hutt Hutt's Juniors, Juniors for, for all, all your Weenie, of Hutting, your Weenie Hutting needs. I'm just going to mute your mic during that. And welcome back to the Sponge Pod. Easily the most rough episode of the Sponge Pod we have, but we hope you like it. We really do. If you don't like it, let us know. We've literally heard no feedback on the 14 episodes that we've gotten. We've heard nothing. I know that 49 of you are listening, and I think that one of you is in Asia. That's that's all I know about our listeners. Um, that is part of the break that we're going to take. We're just going to try to figure out what we need to do to, to multiply you, you know, I don't know if that means that we need to clone some of you or if Tim and I need to buy more cell phones, you know, maybe we just need to like yeah. uh, goose the numbers a little bit more and, and try to get more followers. But uh, either way, I hope you enjoy the SpongeBob. And if you don't, please let us know because we are willing uh, to bend and break. If you want us to just stop reviewing the SpongeBob, maybe we'll just get into like, you know, uh, Monk or, you know, Psych or, you know, whatever you want us to review. Please let me be needed to you i just want to feel the 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 need of a person wanting to hear my thoughts and that's why we made the spongebob anyway again in the third act uh squidward finally blows his lid and calls over to spongebob only to be gelled through his phone uh squidward then decides uh to one-up our hero by playing his clarinet extra poorly which causes the jellyfish to go insane they start attacking spongebob stinging him left and right to our hero's request that SpongeBob, um, you know, asks Squidward to play the clarinet better. This only makes Squidward more upset, and he uses the subwoofers to channel in more high-volume bad clarinet playing into SpongeBob's house, causing an all-out assault on Squidward. The jellyfish break the clarinet and burn it and continue in their dancing. SpongeBob finally breaks his sound system, and the jellyfish again begin to attack. The jellyfish begin to swarm over SpongeBob when Gary uses his eyes to create a metronomic-type Beat to which the jellyfish are relaxed. Uh, SpongeBob uses Gary's ability and parades all over town, making a new catchy dance song in the process. The dolphins and the coral all around join in singing and dancing in the deep blue sea. Um, this this third act has to clarify, you know, fully, you know, legitimize the claim that this is the weirdest episode of Spongebob ever. <laughs> I mean, literally like I, I guess I was in the second act thinking like, how are they going to get their way out of this? You know, yeah. like they're in a weird scenario where uh, Spongebob is being overpowered by jellyfish, you know, and, and he has Gary, um, you know, obviously how are they going to do this? And, and Gary uses his, his eyes to make a beat and that beat then calms the, the sea. And I'm just like, they could do anything. Anything. They could, I mean, at some point, Doctor Strange can just walk in and change the time of it. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. and Deadpool can walk in, grabbing his crotch and saying, you know, oh, well, this is a dumb show, right? You know? <laughs> and, and like, like, at some point, I don't know. If, it, if it's clear to you that I could use a little bit of a break, this is why we're taking a break, right? I'm, I'm sort of breaking over here um, because this is a funny show. This is a great show, but trying to make logical analysis of just the wildest, weirdest uh, stuff is just, it's just, it's, it's, it's you know, mind numbing. It's crazy. Um, I, I don't know what you thought. I don't know what you thought. Tim. I, I don't know why, but what am I? 
favorite shots in this entire thing is there's that scene where like so the so the two jellyfish break the clarinet and SpongeBob goes, "Hey, that's not very nice." And then it pans over, and the and the clarinet is already on fire, and they're like dancing around it in a circle. Yeah, it is like it is like the weirdest <laughs> scenes of like uh a like a like a weird uh, Wes Anderson movie. You yeah. know, it's not Wes Anderson really. It's it's like a weird filmmaker. It just came in, made an episode, and it was too expensive for them to like reverse <laughs> that episode that they were like, I don't know. Kids will enjoy it. Whatever. Let's just keep it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is the weirdest. It, this is the weirdest <laughs> episode. It has to be. Um, but I will say this. I love the narrator tag here. The narrator tag, uh, basically the narrator comes in and let me do my great narrator oh, impersonation. Yeah. It says wild animals can throw really wild parties. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was a great, I think that's a great tag. I mean, it's like, it a, really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a very, uh, it's a very simple idea. It's a very simple idea, but I think it's very profound, you know, in different ways. But uh, anyway, yeah. um, that is that is it for our uh, our SpongeBob ex- episode of uh, reviewing Jellyfish Jam. Uh, today we are uh, for our segment. We're going to do one star SpongeBob reviews. Uh, my uh, first mate Timmy has compiled a few uh, reviews uh, from Amazon. Correct? Yes, from Amazon. Okay from Amazon um, that are SpongeBob related. And we will try to figure out whether or not these reviews uh, carry any weight. Um, so, so Tim, what's our first one that we're going to talk about? Yeah. Uh, so this is from a user named Sue L. Oh, okay. I bought it on DVD in 2003. Oh my gosh. 2003. Sorry. Wow. I didn't read that before. They are a completely different person now. And we're talking about them on this podcast. And it's so funny because they probably were like 25 when they did this. Uh-huh. And now they're like 40. And you know what I mean? Like that's how, ta- that's how math works. When it's 2003 and now it's 2018, you know, and you're 25, you turn 40. I did that very fast. Anyway, go ahead with your review. Um, That's so funny. Sorry. I was reading. So there are. So there's people leave reviews and then there are comments on the reviews, which is well, really let's confusing. just go with the review first. Yeah, we sorry, were, I, I, I we're was talking was, to the nation here. <laughs> apologies. So no, this, you're good. this review is from December 24, 2003 by Sue L. The title okay. is Oh Tartar Sauce. Now, I think this is actually a very legitimate and interesting criticism. Let me let me hear what you think. Um, this is all on the season one uh, negative reviews, by the way. So okay. it says, where is help wanted? How can this be the complete first season without this episode? The SpongeBob fan in our house is really disappointed. Huh. So I think apparently, I don't know if it's on the DVD or if it's digitally, but it apparently maybe on Amazon, uh, help wanted is not on there. What do you think about that? Wow. That is see. And we, we've talked a lot about how help wanted is a pivotal episode in, in, Mm -hmm. you know, SpongeBob's history because, if I we that was that was our first punch pod, but it was also like a real weird timeline gap where SpongeBob is like applying to the Krusty Krab, right? You know what I mean? And like Squidward takes an immediately like vengeful kind of stance. Mr. Krabs is like okay, he's like complicit with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a very weird episode. I could see them kind of in, in the back of their head thinking, well, hump one, it doesn't really fit with the rest of the SpongeBob's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, it was, it looked very cheap. I don't know if you remember that, but the rest yeah, of these episodes like it, look really different. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it does. It does definitely have. So maybe that was like the pitch episode. Maybe they said, well, this is Mm. like that, which also would be another weird pitch episode because it was like it kind (laughs) of presents this like singular experience. Like like this would be like SpongeBob would be the cheers of like animated. You know what I mean? Like it's just all going to exist in this restaurant. Like there's really no Mm. bikini bottom in help one. And so I could see a few arguments as to why they might not add it. Uh, But it is weird that it didn't come. You know, it's like season one is season one that wasn't like season zero you know what i mean right yeah yeah anyway well Although what's your I, next I did, one go ahead so this is i was gonna say it apparently it's on like the special features of the season three dvd that's which is weird, weirder but that was I, almost like they released the dvds <laughs> and then they thought oh shoot we forgot to do this one just yeah. tag it on to the season three one because we've already done season one <laughs> yeah it was kind of weird but yeah um here's another one that i, <laughs> I really like this is uh the title of this is one star it's by user less less humane on February 4th, 2017. So a recent one, a very recent one. Yeah. Uh, they wrote too many unbelievable underwater scenes. Yeah. So that's the, well, <laughs> that's the yeah. review. Well, like, that, there's Captain Obvious, right? I mean, there's, right. that's, that's obviously like, yeah, okay. You know, is that the whole review? Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that like, what did they think they were going to get when they ordered SpongeBob SquarePants on DVD? <laughs> exactly. Other than like, a lot of goofy, wacky things on, on underwater, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I it's, wonder if they thought it was like a Nat Geo documentary, like about a weird, <laughs> like a weird yeah. species of sponge that wears, you know, um, suit and tie every or suit, you know, shirt and tie every yeah. day. And they're suspenders. like, we're going to learn about this SpongeBob. Yeah, this is an evol- you know, evolved form of SpongeBob. Whenever like the the world is overtaken by dysphoria and not dysphoria. <laughs> what am I talking about? Like uh, when we get, you know, Dysphoria's when obviously close. what? Dysphoria was close, I think. Yeah, whenever, like, you know, anarchy, you know, goes yeah. full rampant and we, we, we cannot live on this earth. You know, maybe the sponges are the next to uh, habit earth. Oh, that's true. Yeah, this yeah. is like a preemptive. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that guy was, like, thinking he was going to watch some Nat Geo something and it turns out he was watching this goofy sponge dance with a bunch of jellyfish. <laughs> I would be pretty mad, at, you know, if you thought that you were getting <laughs> yeah. that and then you get this episode of like maybe the start of EDM, you know, like, <laughs> right. Who knows? You know, Modest Mouse might be watching this uh, episode <laughs> and think like, man, I could do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, do you have any others? Let's do one more. I, maybe I have one more. I like this one. This one a lot because it's interesting. So this is uh, the name is just Amazon customer. Uh, okay. The title of the Anonymous. title of the review is "Hidden Adult Humor" on May thirty first, twenty sixteen. May 20- this one. Go ahead. May thirty first, twenty sixteen. Okay. This um, one has a little bit more merit to it because there are jokes in SpongeBob that are like. But but then again, I don't remember asking these questions when I was a kid. You know, I don't remember like going to mom and like wondering what they were talking about. I remember just thinking it was it was like one of those things where it's like you don't understand the joke, but you're like laughing just to just to fit in, you know, Yeah. and you can like look at your sister and be like, I understand that joke. (laughs) And you really don't. Yeah. 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 I remember the first time I had that experience was like on Shrek, I think. On movie Shrek. 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 Oh, Shrek. Sorry, Shrek. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm laughing. Yeah, there but were I don't quite know a why. few references in there. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is let me read this out because I, I like 
the hyperbole here. Uh, I found the type of humor SpongeBob represents revolting. SpongeBob is supposed to be a kid's show. The hidden adult humor kids will pick up on. That's not a sentence. Uh, Not screening the shows your kids watch is part of the reason for today's youth problems. Man, like grammar, too. I know. You know, you're like, if you can't speak a single, you know, sentence of English without any sort of. (laughs) It's almost like he like typed it too fast. You know, I feel bad for him because it was probably his fingers fault. Really? His fingers like kind of just produced these words. And he just thought, yeah, that makes sense. Somebody will get that. It is is anonymous. I do think it's funny when we like heap like. All of the youth, whatever that means, whatever youth problems means. Anybody, anybody. (laughs) Yeah. On one. Anybody like under the age of 15's problems is because of SpongeBob. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, also like you could probably identify that this person is living in Indianapolis. Like that's exactly how Indiana people talk. Anyway, today this was the sponge pod. I hope you guys have enjoyed this, this episode. We're going to immediately post this. Hopefully I'll have it up by noon. Who knows? Um, Today's uh, this was a, this was a decent episode. I'll say it was a decent episode. (laughs) I I love doing these episodes with you. So any, any episode is good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've kind (laughs) of taken a few weeks off to try to get stuff in order. And now we got to take a few more weeks off because life is coming at us fast. Hopefully next episode's a little bit more polished and then we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, anyway, uh, our data research today was by Joel Zimmerman. Our associate producer is Dave, Stephen Aoki. Uh, creative producer is Nick Van De Waal. Our child care producer is Christina Crosley. Office assistant is Zach Cooper. Our audio engineer is Jessica Brummett. Uh, music by DJ Eugene. Our music and cover art are by the man, the myth, the milky Michael G. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we never post on there. Uh, also, <laughs> look at our YouTube. Just just look at it. Um, if you could shoot us some questions on, on our email, it's at thespongepod at gmail.com. Um, this was an interesting episode. I hope uh, I hope people enjoy it. I hope we get our first comment ever. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> Maybe from this fantastic. episode. Um, I hope we, like, that's the thing. There's a lot of, like, vengeance in this episode. We're like, why don't you just respond to us? You know, like, Maybe the break will kind of release some of that. Anyway. uh, Oh, but anyway, Toto, we're home. Home. And this is my room. You're all here, and I'm I'm not going to leave here ever, ever again. Because I love you all. And oh, Auntie M, there's no place like home watching SpongeBob. Come on, SpongeBob. That's a good one. Kind of a long one. It was a long one. It was. It felt like a non sequitur because I just went in and read this. This you know big. This big uh, paragraph. <laughs> anyway, let's go see Isla Dogs later. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, then we'll go to an antique fair. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good Saturday. It looks like a good day outside, so let's let's go enjoy the day.